Welcome to the Mind Matters Podcast, hosted by Gordon Bruin, a licensed clinical mental health counselor. In this insightful podcast, Gordon explores the intricate relationship between the mind and the brain, shedding light on the fascinating world of psychology and neuroscience. By delving into this complex interplay, the podcast will empower you with a deeper understanding of your mental processes, paving the way for personal healing and growth. Join Gordon Weekly as he unravels the mysteries of the mind, offering valuable insights and practical guidance for your mental health and a more profound connection with your inner self. Life is about movement and change. One thing we cannot stop is time from moving forward. It's constantly rolling. And I've seen too many people that I've worked with through through the years that are stuck in the past. They're focusing on the past. Past traumas that keep, keep haunting them over and over and over again. Something in the human psyche, the limbic part of the brain, PTSD symptoms that just keep us ruminating over and over and over again. The answer, the antidote, <clears throat> is to give equal amount of time to the future, to focus on what you are going to create, to find meaning, to find purpose in whatever suffering you have gone through, to transform it, to um, be committed to making sure that that's not going to happen again, but not living in fear, but living in power as you continue to, to move forward and expand in life. Because life does not stop. And there's so many individuals that I've, that I've seen that just and worked with through the years that are so stuck. They're so frozen, especially those who are, who are raised in poverty. I'm working with a young man right now who is 26 years old and he comes from a background of poverty. Family's never had money. No one's ever really gone to college. And so he doesn't even have a driver's license. And so what we're working on right now is getting him to pass his driver's license test. He's stuck in a dead end job but he keeps talking just a little bit about, oh, oh yeah, I got to find a better job. But, but he's stuck there. He's working in a factory, making $15 an hour. He does not have a car. And so he Ubers everywhere. And so he never has any money. All the money he's making is going to Uber, but he's stuck. He's stuck in this place and has, has no vision right now for a future self of him that has graduated from college that has become extremely intelligent through hard work, effort, discipline. So creating his work or my work with him would be helping him create or helping him see the potential that lies within him, that lies within each one of us. And the greatest enemy, have you ever heard this statement? I have met the enemy and the enemy is myself. For some reason, there seems to be within each one of us this, this also this potential. So if you, you project yourself out five years in the future and you look at the million different versions of ourselves that could be, there's also the worst version of ourself, Okay. We've been talking in this podcast of creating the most powerful version of ourselves, but we have to acknowledge the reality that the worst version of ourselves 
exists also out there in the future. It's a potential. Any one of these possible versions can become real. And it all comes down to, back to this particular moment in time, what are we choosing to do with our attention? What are we choosing to do right now? What are we choosing to focus on? What version of ourselves? And when we're too stuck in the past, what we're doing is focusing on a version that can't move forward, that doesn't have the capacity to break through the chains of addiction or whatever. But for any of those who are struggling with an addiction, I ask you this question. As you project yourself out five years in the future, two years, whatever, whatever year it might be, do you believe there's a version of yourself that is 100% completely clean and sober from whatever it is you're wrestling with right now? And I would say 100% accuracy, absolutely there is that possibility out there. See, the wisdom of life consists in the elimination of non-essential things in our, li- in our lives. Healing and recovery and change comes also from choosing what to eliminate from our lives. There are certain little daily habits that we can eliminate. It's not that complicated. If you just really commit yourself to certain things. For example, if you're struggling with addiction tendencies with social media, you cannot, you cannot start getting on and scrolling. Once you do, the limbic system is simply too powerful. You cannot do it. If you think you can, you can, can dance around with certain things online, you're mistaken. You cannot do it. And so eliminating certain things, making certain decisions, concrete 100% commitments not to go certain places, do certain things, um, that, that's the work. There is a version of yourself that's actually done that and has accomplished that and has gotten to where um, you can project yourself in the future in the ideal self. It's actually there. It's a potential. And I, I, I know those who struggle with addiction issues at the present time have made commitments over and over and over again. That's okay. That just means you're in the process of change and you're figuring out, you're learning that it simply isn't working going back to the same thing over and over again. It doesn't last. I love the statement by the Greek philosopher and warrior, General Thucydides, who says, Of all manifestations of power, restraint impresses men the most. And think of Marcus Aurelius when it has to do with uh, all the things we say online, the dopamine producing things, images and all the, uh, the clicks that people are trying to get to satisfy their egos and meaning in life. Marcus Aurelius says this. Now, again, Marcus Aurelius at the time was a Roman emperor and the most powerful man on the planet. could have anything that he wanted. And even back then, listen to what he says. Pleasures, when unrestrained, become punishments. So when we allow ourselves 
to go into the dopamine world of self-gratification. And as I have worked with hundreds of individuals through the years and listened to their stories, and those I'm thinking right now, of those I've worked with who, who struggle with addiction issues, when they had a slip and they would come in and process the slip, I would ask them the question, did it work this time? Did it solve your problems? Did it satisfy you? Are you better for acting out on that? I've never in all my years of doing therapy had someone say, yeah, it worked this time. They come in frustrated with themselves, irritated. They feel drained of energy. And, and, but the, the challenge is that unless we become more mindful and aware of how the limbic part of the brain works. It's, it's kind of like what Richard Brody says. He's the developer of Microsoft Word. Very, very influential guy. Wrote a book called Virus of the Mind. He states the following. When you better understand how your mind works, you can better navigate through a world of increasingly subtle manipulations. We are being manipulated by those who are producing social media content that hijacks the brain. So eliminating being mindful and aware and totally accepting the reality that you don't have the capacity to deal with certain things. The the human brain was never meant to see certain things. Just wasn't. And the stuff that is being produced now online with Instagram and Twitter is it's stunning. And I've had a few clients say things to me that, you know, I'm not going to repeat her, but it's, it's stuff that our kids can have access to. And it's just on social media and it's free. And, and it, it, anyway, it's in those individuals that are prostituting their bodies to get likes, to entice others, just to, to like an image over and over again. They're, they're just... What's the point in that at the end of the day? What, for money? And what is that going to get you? Imagine having a meaningful relationship with someone like that. Do you really want to do that? Anyway, mindful and awareness. Be mindful and aware of what you are allowing, your, where you're allowing your attention to go. Some things will simply drain you of energy. The wisdom of life consists in the elimination of non-essentials. It is easier to eliminate some things than continue to dance with them. It really is not that complicated. Thank you for joining us. If you want more in-depth knowledge and tools to aid your recovery journey, check out Gordon Bruin's book, Recovery Simplified. Gordon dives deeper into the complex mind, offering a comprehensive guide to the recovery process. To get your hands on this priceless resource, visit our website at gordonbruin.com where you'll find more information about Recovery Simplified and how it can be a powerful companion toward healing and personal transformation.